Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 18, Moksha Sanyasi Yoga, Yoga of Liberation Through Renunciation. We had been discussing that this renunciation is of the actions which we are performing. Renouncing the actions will liberate me. And then we have also seen that all actions cannot be renounced. Therefore, the actions which are helping me in purifying my internal instrument, the antahakarana suddhi, those actions must be performed. And Bhagavan said, even for the wise people, one who has achieved this knowledge, even if they stop performing these actions, there is a the danger of getting pollution on their mind and intellect, or getting again tamas going over the mind and intellect, so they also have to continue. It's like a continuous maintenance. You have to continue to act in the manner which purifies your internal instrument, antahakarana suddhi. So your action should be for the purpose of antahakarana suddhi, for the purpose of purifying your mind and intellect. So it remains in a sattvic, clean mode where you can see the reality as is all the time. And those actions we have seen, yagna, dana, tapaha, those actions must be performed in a right attitude, in a right manner. Well, then we have also discussed that actions are prompted by the knowledge. I know something which either I like or dislike or come to the conclusion that that's the field of my action. So the knowledge is the propeller of action. So we have seen the gnanam, gneyam, parignata the knowledge, the knower, and that to be known are the three propellers of actions that propel you to act in this world. So the last three verses which you have seen analyzed the knowledge, that even knowledge can be of three different types. Like everything else that we have discussed in Bhagavad Gita, in Vedanta, that things can be classified broadly into three categories of sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic, because these are the qualities of maya, and this world is nothing but the projection through maya. So everything in this world can be classified into these three categories. So the knowledge also can be of sattvic type, a rajasic type, or a tamasic type. We said sattvic knowledge is the one which makes me see the unity in diversity is the sattvic type. That I can see the same immutable reality pulsating through all beings and things. That knowledge which makes me see that is the sattvic knowledge, the pure knowledge. 
the knowledge which makes me see the plurality that this world is made up of innumerable various things and beings unrelated to each other is called a rajasic type because that divides my world into I and the world. I am separate than this world and this world is also not a one entity but conglomeration of various beings and things. It's a rajasic knowledge. And that creates the again another division of world which I like and world which I do not like. So this knowledge is a rajasic type. And then the third we have seen is tamasic knowledge, which a very narrow focus on a view or a philosophy or an entity, we say this is reality. Or in Sanskrit we say kupamanduk, like the frog in a well. For the frog, the well is the world. There is nothing beyond that. Obviously, we know that is because the frog ignorance about the rest of the world. In the same way, if we hold a view that this is real and everything else which other people tell me or other people have the views are wrong, then it's a tamasic knowledge. It's out of delusion, out of confusion, it's out of my ignorance that I hold that view. So that's a tamasic knowledge. And we wonder why it is important for us to know what type of knowledge we have because my actions will be guided by those views which I have because of my knowledge. We have seen the example that because I have a complete sattvic knowledge about my own self when it comes to my body, the actions are completely synchronized. That when there is a pain in a leg, my hand and the arm rush there to help that. That's because the knowledge is purely sattvic about myself, that I pervade through this entire body. There is a unity in this diversity of limbs I have in my body. And therefore my actions are also sattvic. There is no permission to be granted to the hand to go and massage the leg which is hurting. If I have the similar reason for the rest of the world, my action will be exactly like that. So the next three verses say, the actions are also now can be classified depending on what propelled those actions into sattvic, rajasik, or tamasik. Niyatam sangarahitam aragadveshatahakrutam aphalaprepsuna karma yatat sattvikam uchyate. That action which is done with the attitudes and niyatam, it needs to be done. And therefore, I'm doing it. My leg is hurting. My hand does not ask permission because it needs to be done. If I will have the same view, if there is any pain anywhere, I just won't be able to stop myself to go and help. But right now I divide my world. Well, that's all happening in Egypt. So it's not my problem. We are fine here in Richmond. Let me call my brothers and sisters in India. Are they doing okay? Well, they are doing fine. So I think we are okay. Because I don't feel that connection, that unity with the people who are suffering or people who need help. So Bhagavan said, but one who does this action, the action which is done in Niyatam is ordained. It is to be done. Sangarahitam, there is no attachment. Araga dveshataha, there is no likes or dislike. 
there is no particular attachment in the left leg versus right leg. Even though my right leg is probably broken and needs more care, but I see them completely unattached manner. It's just me. My actions are ordained. In a sense, I feel compelled to act by my nature and my instinct because of the oneness I feel with that entity. Sangharahitam, without any attachment, there is no no particular reason that why I want to help that person or, or want to do that action. It just needs to be done. I don't have a particular love for that action or hate for that action. And there is no expectation of a particular result to come out. Karma yat tat satvikam yuchate. Such an action is considered satvik. That's because it will create the bliss internally for me in my internal instrument. Once I perform that action, there is no agitation. There is no lingering thought, why did I do it? Was that the right thing to do or not? There is no after effect of my action and therefore it is sattvic. So there is a bliss inside and as Bhagavan said, the harmony outside. The field in which I am acting, there is also no agitation because I did something. The people I am working with, there is no agitation with them. They also feel harmony. And we know that when we are on a, some kind of a community actions where you really don't have anything to gain but just to help out, they, you feel harmony there. And then other actions, you don't feel harmony. And that's because they fall into the next category. The next category we say, Yattu Kamep Suna Karma. So ahankarena vapunaha kriyate bahulayasam tad rajasam udahrutam. Most of our actions, unfortunately, fall into this category. First of all, it's a kamepsuna karma. It's done because it's prompted by my desire. I want to get something out of it. Therefore, I'm doing it. They are desire-prompted action. I want to gain something out of it. Why Why did you join this organization, Neil? Well, it's a good networking there. It's a rotary club, supposed to be, or a lion's club, or anything. It's supposed to be just for the community development. But what is the marketing guy say, Neil, if you really want to be successful, you think you should join your local rotary club or a lion's club or something, so you have a networking by the way, some people may get benefit. That's a side effect of my joining. My main goal was to get a networking. I actually did a leadership metro treatment course in 2003. It's called LMR. It's pretty prestigious. A lot of all CEOs and presidents and they're all there. And it's basically leadership. It's for developing leadership for the Richmond area. But you ask them and they want their uh, incentive for you. Well, you will be knowing all those CEOs in this town and all those presidents in the town. So... Good networking tool for your business. Now, by the way, if somebody is doing that and helping the community, it's still good enough that the people who are doing these actions by their wrong reasons, but having a right effect on the society, let them do it. Don't stop them. But it is not helping the person who is doing it. So, yattu kamepsuna karmaha. That's action which is prompted by desire. So, ahankarena vapuna. And again, it is also done with an ego. 
I am doing it, you know. Nobody else was ready, but I said, nobody else could have done it, but I said, I can do that. So, so ahankarina mapunaha. Kriyate bahulayasam, and it requires lots of efforts. Something which does not come naturally to you, obviously requires lots of effort. The guy who is trained singer, when he sings, how much effort does he have to put? Nothing. And he naturally, because he is trained, all his systems are wired for it, his vocal cords are trained for that, and he just comes out and sings and goes away. Somebody like me, somebody says, Neil, you have to perform on such and such. They all have to practice and make sure that I understand you know, lots of effort because it does not come naturally to me. So, bahulayasam, all our actions which are prompted by desire and done with ego require lots of effort. And that's where we have a fatigue, when I say the burnout factor. You know, well, I had been helping this community for a long time, now I'm burned out. Well, volunteers, make sure they don't get burned out. If they're truly volunteering, they will never get burned out. They get burned out because there was something other than just helping was involved. At least a credit. Well, people are not giving me credit for what I'm doing. That feeling makes you burn out of what you're doing. So Bhagavan said, Kriyate Bahulayasam, they are doing it with lots of efforts. And therefore, there is a fatigue, there is a burnout factor, there is disharmony and agitation within. Sattvic action creates bliss within and harmony outside. Rajasic actions create agitation inside and disharmony outside. I wanted to do it, but he is now doing it. I wanted to be the president of this organization. Even though I don't get anything out of it, nobody pays me for that. But now he is doing it. So, agitation, disharmony. Tad rajasam mudartam. Therefore, these actions are called rajasic actions. Swamiji makes a very good point that even the great political leaders and great social workers and then great leaders in the business world, they all fall into rajasic action when they are at the best of their behavior or the best of their intentions because the same action can be tamasic. One which looks like rajasic but could be tamasic. Therefore he says the rajasic actions are clearly better than tamasic. You now just have to graduate to sattvic to get the bliss which you are seeking. The happiness which you are looking for, you have to transcend this rajasic into sattvic but be careful what you consider your Rajasic action may be tamasic. So the next verse says, what will be tamasic? Anubandham kshayam, hinsam anaveksha, cha, paurusham, mohad arabhyate karma, yattat tamasam uchyate. Those actions, first of all, they are prompted by delusion. Mohad arabhyate. I want to do this because I do not know what is the right thing to do. But in some delusion at this time period, seem like it will benefit me. Taking over a company and then dismantle it. Make all the employees go without job. Dismantle all the parts, sell all the factories, and then say, well, we made a great business decision. A dead elephant is more valuable than a live elephant, right? Anybody know? Problem with the poaching and in the game parks. 
So something which is going to give me benefit right now, but eventually it's going to create shayam, loss of something, hinsa, an injury to someone, anavekshacha paurusham, and without any regard to my ability or ability of that field, something which was providing something to somebody, I took it away. Irrespective of whether I am capable of helping without consideration for the consequences, anubandham, but I am performing the actions because I am prompted by the delusion that this is good. This is good for me and this is the right thing to do right now. Bhagavan said, yattat tamasam uchyate. Such an action is considered tamasic. Because in the end, it creates devastation outside and deterioration inside. Neither I got bliss, nor I created anything good for anybody. So sometimes what I consider is I'm a rajasic action, I'm a dynamic worker, maybe creating harm to the society the harm to the ecology, harm to this cosmos. So that action falls into tamasic action. So all the things we now know about green movement, why that is? Because industrial revolution, supposed to be very rajasic and good, but it was harming the environment. It's created this huge problem for the environment. Obviously, now we know it was a tamasic action. One of my friend, two years ago, he was here and he was telling me, Neil, I made a big mistake. I should have come to the United States when I had a chance. But I decided not to. He's a roaring practice in Bardoli. And I said, but Deepak, you're doing very well. What's your problem here? He said, Neil, big difference is where you live, you have a clean water, clean air to breathe, and you don't have to bribe anybody to get your work done. He said, I'm doing a great in Bardoli, but there is no clean air or water for me. And anything I have to do, I have to bribe somebody. Tell me, did I make a mistake or not make a mistake by not coming here? So anything which we do, if it's harming you and harming others, it's a tamasic accent, Bhagavan said. So with that, we'll stop here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo